Is your day going fine, aside from the media just pounding those questions into you? I love to have conversations. <laughs> well, there you go. So Myself. <laughs> well, exactly. And first off, I'm going to ask you about The Walking Dead World Beyond DVD release set. Now, I haven't seen the extras. Are there interesting things in the extras involving you? Is there behind the scenes stuff with you in there? Oh, yeah, we had some really cool things that the girls, some stun stuff we did that I really hope made it in. So uh, we shall see. I don't know. I don't have the DVD either. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Well, I'm looking forward to checking that out. And of course, the show is coming back for a season two. Uh, how long did you have to hold on to that information? Like, hey, we're picked up, but we have to be quiet about it. Huh, I thought we, it came pretty quick. I think the change, the adjustment was that we became a limited event. Um, but I feel like when we were going in, I thought we were going in for 10 years. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. I'm moving to Virginia, you know. Got it. Um, and yeah, filming in Virginia, had you done that before this role was landed? No, I've never, you know, I never even, I lived on the East in New York. But oh, yeah. We really got questions about that. <laughs> yeah, I've never explored much South. I mean, so this has been a new experience and I loved it. I was ready to move here and, and I'm actually going to further South after this. Cool. I, I, I think that's promising. I mean, <laughs> People are coming and going from New York. That's that's a constant right there. But when it comes to acting itself, you know, playing a security officer on the show, are you the kind of actor that's method where you like studied security training? <laughs> you know, I'm pretty method, but I'm not not in like a study kind of way. Uh, and I suppose it depends on the, you know, if I was playing a scientist, it would involve, you know, the the research and all that but I've definitely looked into you know the Marine Corps and and worked with a sergeant and oh. trained a bunch you know military and just martial arts which I, I have a background in so that sort of came came naturally to me uh but I, I I sort of just like I like to fantasize about the life of the character uh the non-written life just what it's like, you know, what, why she does the things she does. And I, I get carried away in my, in my dreamland. So when I show up on set, it's sort of like Alice in Wonderland. Like I have this, you know, <laughs> in my, you know, vision, uh, the world is, and I mean, on the set of the world beyond, you know, the walking dead universe, the set is elaborate and amazing and mm -hmm. pretty real, especially with the zombies. But, you know, I have my own fantasy that I play into it. So it almost doesn't matter what I will get because it just clicks in. You know, I'm just I'm following the rabbit. <laughs> it's great. So much. <laughs> the bottom line is you do your homework and you care about your work after it's done. That's what it sounds like. I, I Yeah, I really do. Yeah, it sticks with me. It affects me. 
well, before I said I was going to pry more into New York and do my research, I'm dialing in from Long Island. I didn't know you're from East Meadow. And East Meadow has turned out a good number of actors and musicians who've made it. I'm curious who the first one that you kind of realized made it from your high school was. Was it Adam Bush? Oh, my gosh. You know, you have more intel than I do. I think I spent too much time in La La Land. <laughs> Got it. So, um, so cool. I mean, it's funny when I hear Smeadow, I just remember like that prison that was close to us. And that was like really cool. Um, that was like the coolest thing in a way, because it was like such like a goody town, you know. Uh, well, so in your case, it wasn't a, hey, I could make it if these people did. It was just like, I'm going to go for it and I'm going to make it out of here. You know, this is why I love these conversations, because I will be looking into Adam Bush and every the giant East Meadow list that you're talking about. Oh, well, so Adam was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He was in the movie American Dreams, a lot of things. The former guitarist of Megadeth, Al Petrelli, was from there. God, Famed serial killer Joel Rifkin, who was a Seinfeld episode subject. Really? That is that is very peculiar. That's interesting to me that you didn't study all that because when I was going to the neighboring Belmore JFK in, in South Belmore, yeah. I was going, hey, if those people can have careers in entertainment, maybe it is actually possible. You know, because I wasn't, I didn't think that's what I was doing. So I was, you know, I, I thought I was get, going to, to get a PhD. So I wasn't interested in um, um, actors so much. Got it. So- <laughs> So did this start to feel like a career once you got the Americans? No, no, it was just always a love. It was a, a passion, uh, quite the passion. But I knew I had to go to school and climb, you know, the ladder. And I didn't know the path, the path to artistry or to, you know, how to be an artist. I, I loved studies, too, very much. So I just wanted to be in school forever and just learn and and, you know, I don't know, meet, meet people. So it, it's not that it's an accident yet that you had the, this career. It's just kind of sounds like the less you were desperate, the more it happened. Yeah, absolutely. Because I never, even now, I, it's, it's about your passion and cultivating your passion as opposed to, okay, you know, I know, um, I want to be in this film with this director and these actors, you know, Adam Bush. And you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I never, I, I, again, I didn't go to film school either. So I don't do the whole like trivia talk. And I sort of, I live by emotion and the experience I get from watching a film. So I wouldn't sure. like know. And, you know, I couldn't like spit out like the cool lingo. I just would be like, Oh, well that made me feel that affected me and forever in such ways. <laughs> cool, student of the craft. I think that's what we're learning over and over again, so. I have lots of emotion and I just, you know, there's lots of work to do there alone. <laughs> sure, well, two quick questions. Then, then this is over and you go to your next scheduled appointment. And that first question is, do you have a favorite musical artist? Oh, um, I, I have a toddler and we're really into Beatles. He loves to be constantly like, who's singing now and who's who? And we go over the names. And um, I, I love the Beatles. It's just, they're just, every song is just so good. 
I thought you were about to say, I have a toddler, so baby shark is what we listen to. That's a better answer. <laughs> oh, God. No, I try to stay away from that, you know? And then uh, my last question for you is, besides Walking Dead, Worlds Beyond, what's one TV show that we should be watching these days? Oh, what women kill? Oh, why women kill? What women kill? <laughs> it's such, it just came back. I love it so much. It's so much fun. Cool. Well, thank you so much for your time. And I'll send your best to Adam Bush. Yes, please do. Thanks, Darren. <laughs> thank you, Annette. Take care now. There is Alexa. Alexa, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Great. Where am I getting you from today? That's an interesting background through the uh, window I see there. Well, you see... Uh, I don't, there's a bunch of highways. There's this thingy that I don't really know what that is. It's just there. Um, there's the river. It's all muggy outside. It's been like thundering and lightning and raining and gross. That's, that's, is that Pittsburgh or Virginia? Yeah, it's Richmond, Virginia. It's where we're shooting season two. Yeah. There you go. On set, as they say. Uh, And your day is going fine so far? Yeah, it's good. I'm, uh, I'm, on my last two weeks of filming season two. So I was running around buying shipping boxes to ship all the junk that I bought that I need to take back home. So it's been good, it's been busy. I haven't been to Richmond, Virginia, but a lot of stuff is is, is out there. I, I don't assume that you know the, the heavy metal band Guar, but I know they have a place called Guar Bar out there. But do you have a favorite restaurant in that area by this point? Guar Bar, I've never heard of that. Uh, I'm gonna have to check that out though, because I do love bars. Um, there is a restaurant right down the street from me called Casa del Barco. And although it's not like insanely amazing, it's just like you're on the canals and the food is good. The drinks are good. So I think that's probably been my home base here. Cool. Well, we were connected to talk about the DVD set that's coming out. I haven't seen the extras yet. Any idea if you're in the extras, what the extras are on the DVD set? There's extras on the DVD set. I have no idea. Um, no. I, I probably should have read that form that they give me before doing these interviews. <laughs> um, no, I'm putting you on the spot here. I don't know if you wound up doing commentary over tracks or anything like that. I don't. Oh, you know what? I did do a commentary thing. I did do that not too long ago. But I'm hoping that the extras are bloopers because we had a lot of fun on set. So I'm really hoping that they just caught us being idiots when the camera was when we thought the cameras weren't rolling, but they really were, so. Sure, well, we've seen your sense of humor on Talking Dead, so I just figured that you'd be a natural for doing those kinds of extras that you'd want to. You know, some some actors and actresses, they want to keep up the mystique. They don't want to know that they have a sense of humor. They can't be seen smiling, but not the case with you. That's why I ask. Well, there's no mystique with me. I'm an idiot. I'm very vocal about it. I'm an idiot, a big old idiot. Sure. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't call you an idiot. You did. I called myself an idiot. It's okay. It's okay. It's a little self-deprecating, but hey, we accept that. <laughs> sure. Well, somebody who follows you on social media sees that you like to sing. There's just a, a stories uh, folder, if that's what you call it, a stories, what do you call that? An album or something called songs? On my Instagram? I thought I, I, thought I saw that today. Yeah, there, um, there should be that. It's just little highlights of songs that I've written, little pieces that I just stuck on there that I didn't want to lose. So I was trying to figure out if you were an actress that all along was trying to be a singer or you just picked up the singing and here no, we are. Yeah, you nailed it on the coffin on the first try. Um, I got into acting so I could become a singer 
or so people would know me and be more inclined to get my music. And then I started acting and I was like, dang, I really like this stuff. It's like, I'm going to have to put music on the back burner, which I did. And I'm really happy that I did because this has been amazing. So now having the exposure, though, through television and internationally seen property, does that now have you going, hmm, time to get an album out? Uh, I would love to. I have an EP out right now. I released it back in December and I would love to get an album out. But at the same time, I think I would much rather be filming and making more movies and TV shows at the moment. But music will definitely be coming sooner or later. Well, I had the pleasure earlier today of speaking to your co-star, Annette. One thing I forgot to ask her that I actually now want to ask you, did you know anybody in the production before you were cast in the show? Mm -mm. I did a lot of auditions. Do you mean behind the scenes or cast-wise? Uh, just in general with uh, on the cast. I I'm assuming there was a producer that you knew because... Word is, if, if the internet's correct, that you had seven auditions related to Walking Dead before waiting on this show. I did. I had a lot of auditions for The Walking Dead. I had gone through, like, I was with my second manager and the manager before him. The, I'm still with this manager. Sure. Um, the one before him, she had sent me out for The Walking Dead so many times. And when I got this one for the spinoff, I was like, no. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, are they going to hire me? <laughs> because I'm not going to go in if they're not going to hire me and they hired me and I was like yep we're we're doing it uh so yeah so I, I had known the casting office a little bit um but you know you go through so many auditions I you just kind of forget who's who but they're amazing um they have called me in multiple times and I cannot be more grateful for this casting office and cast wise I didn't know anyone I was a huge fan of Nico's I knew who Nico was um, everyone else, everyone got on the show pretty late. So I didn't really have any idea who was going to be on the show until we were in Richmond doing rehearsals. Had you ever filmed anything in Virginia, the state of Virginia before? Nope. Uh, I've never been to Virginia, uh, till now. And now I've spent a good portion of my life in this town. So. Got it. Something that I'm finding more and more with uh, interviews that I do, that people are not filming much in New York or Los Angeles. Some of the people, they've never once filmed in Los Angeles, in fact. Yeah, I filmed two jobs, three three jobs in L.A., four jobs. Okay, you know what? No, I've, I've done quite a, quite a bunch in L.A. More than me. <laughs> but it was like, it was, it was like one-offs, you know? So it was just one episode here and there. Um, I've done New York a couple times. But I'm finding that everything that I'm going out for now is shooting in Europe and the UK um, a lot and like um, mid US, like, you know, like in the middle of it. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, Virginia has a lot. We've got, there's quite a few productions going on here right now. But yeah, I would love to get a job in Los Angeles and be able to, you know, go to work and go to my bed, like my actual bed. I can imagine. Uh, some people like the mystique of endless travel and then other people just want to be in their own bed. I do. I do. It's just, it's a long time. And this year and this past year, I spent like four months in Vancouver on another job. And then I came here and I had like a month to be home with like my family and my friends. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to going home and being with my mom, my sister for a little bit. Was that other job home before dark? Yeah. Got it. Yeah, you're one of those people who, while they have a job, they have another job. I, they're, they're available. 
I love to be working. Like, I mean, as much as I say, I want to go home after this. If someone called me and was like, Hey, you need to go to Spain and do this other job. You're like, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) And then hearkening back to what we were talking to, you're also singing. So the thing is when you're not working, you're working or you're singing. So I get the vibe that you like to be occupied, which you just said and all that, but over to the music portion, do you have a favorite artist of all time or somebody that inspired you to start singing in the first place? Um, favorite artist of all time. Celine Dion was a big one. I really loved her. My heart will go on. The I love Titanic. Titanic is probably my favorite movie besides The Mummy. Hmm. And um, that song just hit a chord with me. I performed that song at a senior citizen home, which was one of my first performances. Uh, I sang that song in my living room. I'm sure my parents' ears started bleeding from hearing my voice and <laughs> saying that and not hitting those notes. Um, but definitely Celine Dion, Christina Aguilera was a big one. And now I think someone that I listen to a lot, her name is Banks. She's oh, yeah. I love Banks and Dermot Kennedy. Banks and Dermot Kennedy are like two people that I could listen to forever. With, with the first two artists that you said, I was thinking... Oh, so 1998 pop radio is kind of where she cut her teeth. But then hearing Dermot, who's on Universal and Banks, it's kind of like influences are all over the place. Yeah, it definitely, it, a lot, there, it's a lot of different influences. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Sam Fender. He's absolutely sure. incredible too. Yeah, he's, he's great. Um, I met him not too long ago at an event and definitely have his stuff on repeat too but yeah music from all sorts i think the only music that i don't really draw inspiration from is like country and metal but i like country uh, metal i'm not gonna say i just don't understand it but i think it's good <laughs> there's a market for everything um but yeah i think my the music that i write is very emotional and i draw from a lot of other artists that are the same way Yet weirdly, the other Walking Dead shows, most of the music they seem to license is country. And then most of the crossover in the fan base seems to be metal people. Your yeah. show is, is different from the other two. But yeah. what can you do right there? So uh, two last quick questions and then you're free. And the first one is, besides your show, what's a show that we should be watching on TV or a streaming service right now? Besides my show? Um... I just saw the show called The Flight Attendant with Kaylee Kiko. Yeah. It was incredible. Um, Actually, two shows on Netflix, The Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor. They were so good. The acting is impeccable. I ran into a couple of the actors when I was in Vancouver and I like, I don't fangirl and man, did I get down on my knees and bow down to these people. They're they're so talented. It's so good. It's, It's so interesting to hear you say the acting is impeccable because when you meet people who aren't actors and they go, the acting is impeccable. You go, on what authority do you? <laughs> but when you say it, I, I take it as the gospel oh, right there. You. And then the closing question, and feel free to include as much self-promotion as you want. It's okay. Alexa, any last words for the kids? Don't give up, stay in school or don't. I didn't stay in school, but you should probably stay in school. Um, and block out all the negative words that anyone else is saying, because if you block that out and you just listen to what's in here, then you're going to be totally fine in everything you do. Cool. Well, listen to my music on Spotify. And what's the name of the EP? You got to promote that in the social media handles. Shoot. I I put the wrong name on Instagram for like six months. I think it's can't stop myself. No, 
Oh my god, it's called Turbulence. Turbulence. The single is called Can't Stop Myself, but the EP is called Turbulence, just like my brain. Then you have to call the full length Can't Stop Myself because that way your post was right all along. Well, actually, I had in my bio Can't Help Myself, and that wasn't even like the name of the song. So my friend pointed it out, and she's like, You're an idiot. The key is congratulations on your success. Keep it up and looking forward to what's coming next for you, whether it's on TV, it's in the theaters, it's on Spotify, whatever it is. Thank you so much. Thanks, Alex. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you, too. I can now hear you perfectly. How are you today? Reading yourself there, Jeremy. I am, I am fantastic. Fantastic. I would imagine nothing less. But you're dialing in from Los Angeles, not your hometown of New York? I'm dialing in from my Los Angeles uh, garage. Um, but I will be going back to upstate New York uh, in a week. Got it. Uh, your bio online says, born in New York City. Are you actually from Manhattan? Did you grow up there? No, I was actually, does it say born in New York City? I'm, I got I to gotta go change that. I was actually born in Long Island. Oh, Whereabouts? I was born in Long Island Jewish Hospital. I was uh, raised in, um, well, I was a baby uh, in Bayside, Queens, and then moved to Rockland County, New York when I was a, a young child. And then um, spent uh, 18 years of my life in New City, New York. Wow. Okay. I used to work in Nyack, which had its uh, weird New City Nyack, like Springfield, Shelbyville on The Simpsons, those kinds of two towns pointing at the finger at each other. But it's always funny to me, before I start asking you about you, how most people don't know what Long Island is. They don't realize it's like 150 towns or whatever. They think it's just a thing. And they it's easier to say New York City than Long Island. Are you from Long Island? I'm from Long Island. I've lived elsewhere, but I moved back to Long Beach. Which, uh, have you ever filmed anything out here? I'm finding more and more producers have been. You know, there's a tax credit out there, um, and I've investigated it. I have not. I mean, I really, really want to do a remake of Weekend at Bernie's. Um, <laughs> I actually thought I, I, I thought um, it would be a great business idea to make a Bernie doll, like to make a lifelike Bernie doll, um, just because I thought it would be funny for like 12 people. Uh, but, um, but then they already existed. I looked it up. You could actually buy a Bernie doll. I did not know that. That's going to be a future holiday gift over here. And let's just be honest. Weekend at Bernie's 2, not the greatest, but the dance scene that he arises from the voodoo priest and conga lines, that needs to be in a movie. I have to confess, <laughs> I am I was a huge Weekend at Bernie's fan. I probably yeah. saw the original Weekend at Bernie's, I, I would say, 50 times in my life. I don't think I ever saw the sequel. And I also will confess that I don't think I ever saw Ghostbusters two. I was a I was a big um, I was a big comedy guy, sure. but I I was a I was an original purist. I I was not a big uh, I was not a big comedy sequel guy. Occasionally there was one that I you know snuck out you know snuck in on HBO or something when I was growing up. I'm like all right I'll watch it and then it kind of stuck with me. But Caddyshack two with. Uh, <laughs> With Jackie Mason and and uh, Jonathan Silverman, that was one of those where it was all right, you know. That but. is the prime example. I, when I interviewed Jackie Mason the first time, I think I complimented him on Caddyshack too, but I did not mean it. 
for the record. Uh, yes. <laughs> putting it back to you here. Thank you so much. This is this is one of my you know, my, my best pieces of work. People love Caddy Jack too. <laughs> that is a great accent uh, impression of him. And how does he have that accent growing up or being born in Wisconsin? Does anyone know? Was he born in, he grew up in Wisconsin? The bios that I read online for my research, granted these are shoddy uh, research things that lead me to say that you were born in New York City, but I believe he is from Sheboygan or Milwaukee. I'm from Sheboygan, Wisconsin. I was a rabbi there. Um, I I would imagine that his father, his, his family moved. They were going to do some sort, because I know he comes from a long line of rabbis. So I imagine his family... They were pretty um, insulated and probably had their own little community and they all spoke like that and he was raised like that and um, and then he probably stuck with it was probably became his shtick, you know, and that was his thing. Um, Jackie Mason got me. Um, I used to work for Joel Schumacher. Yes, and, that, that was a future question that was coming. Uh, oh, sorry. So I shouldn't <laughs> talk about the Joel Schumacher, Jackie Mason connection about how your early credits are most people's early credits before they quote unquote made it are usually not that glamorous and yours are pretty damn glamorous i my life before i so before i came became a professional writer was much more glamorous than once i became a professional writer <laughs> i was traveling on i mean i i was traveling on the concord i flew first class and everything um and then I sold a script. I achieved my dreams, and then it was back to coach. I, you know, nobody cared who I was. It was, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was an interesting change. Um, but Joel, Joel Schumacher was incredible. We, we made, I made four movies working for Joel, and uh, unfortunately, he passed away this year um, during COVID. And he was a he, he was a really incredible friend, and taught me more than I learned in any, like every year of school combined, any, any other person in the world who taught me anything, like he took that and taught me so much more, not about making movies, just about life. Sure. And you're a Yale guy. You're an Ivy League guy, whether or not everyone realizes that, that says a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm a very typical Yale guy. I and mean, when you think, when you, you know, when you think of Yale guys, I'm the guy you think of. <laughs> Definitely not. Well, then again, I mean, Lewis Black went to Yale, and you don't quite think that's that. So there's a lot of people who went to Yale who don't put out that pedigree publicly, but you know that they're hard workers behind the scenes, and you couldn't have gone through Yale without that work ethic, at least. Maybe the Harvard people put out that they're Harvard people more than more than the Yale put out that they're Yale people. Well, I don't know. I had a good time. Well, in Yale, you have um, there. Nobody really is concerned with grades, or at least they weren't when I was there. It was more. I think everyone was just psyched that they got in. <laughs> so then it sort of became kind of a four-year party. And it, it's. Uh, I hope my parents aren't listening to this. <laughs> yeah, worst could have happened. So, with you and your journey, it's really hard to describe you not just because there's so many successful credits to it, but some of the things you're a writer, some you're a producer, some you're a director, some you're a writer, director, some you're a producer, director, was the goal at the- Craft services, whatever it takes. The the, uh, the extra role that you had uh, in, um, oh, what was that movie? Uh, 
oh, I had it on the tip of my tongue. There's one movie where you were like in the, uh, we'll, we'll come back to that well, one. Well, now I'm curious to know which one it is. Was it when I was working with Joel? No, uh, I had the note right here. Uh, you have one, oh yeah, Dumb and Dumber 2. Was I in Dumb and Dumber 2? It says in IMDb, Ken Conference Attendee. I don't remember that at all. I helped, in Dumb and Dumber 2, I helped with a rewrite of the script. I helped with a punch-up of the script. There you right. go. I don't remember. It's not saying I, I wasn't, but I don't remember uh, doing that. What I do remember was being in Prague, working for Joel on a movie called Bad Company with mm -hmm. Chris Rock and Anthony Hopkins. Yes. And I was, you know, five feet from Joel eating yogurt, you know, just trying to make sure that nothing, you know, nothing goes wrong. And I hear, Jeremy, Jeremy, come, come here. You need to go, go go to wardrobe, get a haircut. Uh, I need you to be a CIA guy. Ultra. 